0: Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. Hi, this is Nick Koya with the Portage County Safety Council, and I'm here with Mike Thompson celebrating our 200th episode. Mike, how's it going? Good. How's it going, Nick? Good. Hey, I cannot believe that we've hit 200 episodes. This was just uh, kind of a fun idea we had about two years ago say hey let's let's try podcasting, and see what happens to get some safety information out and look how much this has grown i mean we've hit 200 episodes this is amazing
1: yeah we started playing with this nick if you remember back in july of like 2017 and we started getting a couple like sample episodes together at the end of that year then we really went a full launch in february of 2018 and i thought man if we could hit 100 episodes that'd be awesome here we are 200 episodes that's pretty yeah. awesome
0: yeah, it is. And it's not even just, you know, that we hit 200 episodes. We've actually had a lot of reach and range with this program too, from different guests and organizations to so many hours of content. I can't believe that we've actually hit the point of 79 different guests have made appearances on our podcast
1: show. Oh, you're talking CEOs, safety managers, counselors, people all over different industries all around the country, you know, friends from Boston, Florida, most of them are local or in uh, Northeast Ohio or the state of Ohio through workers' conversation, honestly, but we've been hitting all over the place. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and it just brings a whole new a whole, a whole new set of safety ideas and conversations by bringing in these people. And just with technology allowing us to have people call into the podcast episode now, it has really, I think, provided a great tool for our listeners and anybody that's really involved in the safety and health field.
1: Yeah, it's real amazing, Nick, They talked about reach because- Obviously, the Portage County Safety Council is a local Ohio Safety Council focused around Portage County. That's the name, right? right. But the reach has gone so far beyond it. And even before we did the podcast, we had exposure to a lot of people from around the nation and world through the Ohio Safety Congress every year and through different avenues and training and different things. And now, due to COVID-19 going virtual, it just makes it so much more easier. Everyone's used to Zoom. We're doing a zoom call right now. everyone's on there and we're connecting with people well beyond our physical landscape. and the podcast gives us a medium to where we could do that. And so not only do we are we touching our local members and local employers with great safety content, it's expanding all across the country and all across the world.
0: You know and I've always talked about you know my mission with the safety and health in the state of Ohio with the safety council or be it the consulting that I'm doing. It's just about spreading the seeds of safety. And it went from just this small focus in Northeast to now we're tossing the seeds of safety out across the nation I and mean, actually across the world. So it's it's really cool avenue that we've created to allow people to be involved. And not only that, but we've created an avenue for other organizations to be involved. Um, we've had uh, over 58 or we've had 58 organizations on this podcast channel, really helping to connect those organizations with safety and health professionals and safety and health professionals with those organizations through our efforts here.
1: Absolutely. Just great representation, again, across multiple industries, from hospitals to manufacturing, from different positions, safety managers to HR managers to consultants to executives. It's just unbelievable that different types of people we would be able to pick their brain and have their information and insight out and broadcast it out to the world through this podcast. And uh, one of my most favorite stats here, Nick, is we've developed 50-plus hours of original workplace health and safety content. So you can literally work 10 hours overtime just in one week if all you wanna do is sit there and listen to our podcast. They'd probably be tighter if your voice my voice, but you can do it. You can get 10 hours of overtime just listening to the Porch County Safety Council podcast.
0: You know, that's just a lot of opportunities for safety and health managers to expand their knowledge. And not only that, that's 50 plus hours of content that you can deliver to your employees. If you're looking for new ways to engage your staff and have them involved in the safety and health process, here it is. And the best part is there's no cost to it, right? We just want the information out there. We want to help people be safe. And so these podcasts become a great training tool for companies to utilize also.
1: Right. A lot of our members tell us they listen while they're checking emails and doing different things. They can be professionally growing in safety and, and other things and health as well as they're doing emails and multitasking other work and have it in the background or have it in the earbuds of the working. So, Nick, here's some other fascinating stats for the podcast I think is amazing. Our podcasts have been downloaded in 54 nations. Every time I check it, it gets higher. I'm running out of countries, I I think, but uh, 54 nations. Now, 85% of downloads are from the good old USA. And then if I can get a USA chant, if you're listening to this from your desk right now, that'd be awesome. (laughs) USA, USA. But 54 nations in 48 states. So I think uh, we got Alaska and Hawaii to work on. Other than that, I think we hit, hit them all. <laughs> so hey, so
0: anybody listening out there, if you know somebody from Alaska or Hawaii, encourage them to listen to our podcast so we can hit our goal here. Of uh, by the end of twenty twenty one, we're going to find some way to cover all the states in the USA. We'll find a way to get it to them. You know, and it's really cool too that we hit all those nations. I think you know at some point we're going to have to get a color coded map and we're going to have to put it up on uh, on our uh, on our Facebook page and over on our website of all the nations that we've covered with safety. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, we've had some really good episodes, and it's it's always interesting to see what becomes in our top 10, you know, as we do these special podcasts where we talk about, you know, our 100th episode and those sorts of things. So let's take a look at our top 10 downloaded episodes over the past few years. The number one downloaded one is Inspiring Safety. Morale is a leading indicator was our number one downloaded episode. This was a really great episode. What did you think about it, Mike?
1: This episode was awesome. Jared Tomasi is a safety manager in Florida with the construction company, and I uh, actually connected with him on LinkedIn. But I saw some things he posted, and he just got me fired up and inspired me all the time. So I just messaged him on LinkedIn and said, "Hey, Jared, we need to have you on our podcast and just check out and pick your brain a little bit." And as you know, the conversation went. We just started talking about three different things: the inspiring safety campaign we did, Nick. We actually asked three questions, like you know, how do you inspire your employees to work safe? If there's one thing you you see that needs change, big picture wise for safety, what is it? And if you can give any advice to other safety managers, what would it be? So we had those three baseline questions, but Jared just took it and ran with it. And he said something that was mind blowing. He just went on this whole like spontaneous tangent of how morale is a leading indicator of safety. And it it just took a life of its own. And so uh, he posted that on LinkedIn and we just got download after download and people commenting on it and sharing that from all around the country. It was unbelievable. It's it's seriously probably my favorite, hands down interview that I've ever got to do in the podcast so far. I think it's something that's easily missed in safety that we look for all these things like near misses, which are very important, but a lot of those are lagging indicators. Morale is a leading indicator. If you have good morale, you're going to have better safety.
0: You know, and I I really think this has changed how I look at safety and health programs too. Even with the council, you know, I was a very strong advocate of the hard safety skills. You know, we need to get people the knowledge about how to wear PPE. We need to get them the knowledge about safety training. But as we've done these interviews and we've really looked at successful companies, a lot of it comes down to these soft skills. You know, what does morale look like in your company? What elite indicators are? Um, what's your employee engagement like? What's your employee retention look like? Those all have direct relations, those soft skills and really getting down and understanding your employees drives your safety success. And so I think this was a great episode, and I think that's why it has so many downloads because people are starting to look at safety a little differently in the U.S. So let's take a look at number two then. Um, our second most downloaded episode is Staying Active at Home During the Lockdown with Leslie Keegan. I think you know COVID, obviously, initially when it came out, grabbed a lot of attention for people. But as we continue to work from home, I think this podcast plays an important part for a lot of people.
1: Right. We did this podcast, Nick, because if you remember back in March when the lockdowns first happened all across the country, everyone's like, is this the Spanish flu, the 1918, yeah. all these different days. There's so many questions, so much uncertainty. And so safety really became almost a hundred percent about COVID-19. Not that you don't lock out tag out at that point, or you don't, you know, you drive with your forks up or anything like that. What, what you're saying is the whole safety paradigm shifted to COVID-19 for a good reason until, you know, people could start to figure it out at the same time. There's so much stress. Am I going to lose my job? Are these different factors at play here? And we decided to shift our focus for a little bit in our podcast to address some of the stress issues and how people could just maintain their mental health and stay active and how to deal with that stress. And so it's no surprise that this this one was number one for a long time until number one surpassed it that came a little later. So Leslie Keegan is amazing. She's got from I Empower Fitness over in Ravenna. She's a local person. Been working with the city for years, been in the area, and she could be in LA having her own, being a fitness guru like Taibo and Billy Blanks or something. But she yeah. decided to stay in Ravenna, and uh, she's doing an amazing job. And she's so much fun to, to interview and in different things. And I even make fun of myself because I used to see her at the rack in Ravenna all the time working out, and she'd be like, "Mike, what are you doing? Parking in the front of the parking lot's not going to get you in shape. You need to be parking in the back." She would get me all the time. So she's she's a tough cookie, but she's amazing <laughs> and so much fun.
0: You know, and, and I think, you know, being active, we found, especially during COVID, was so important. And that really leads us into our number three do- downloaded episode of all time, which was the Ohio Mountain Biking Trails with Jim Olander. And this is just about getting outside. And this was part of a big campaign we did because we realized quickly during COVID that, well, while they needed to socially distance, couldn't lock themselves in the house all day for their own mental safety.
1: Yeah, and if you recall, Nick, we actually had this planned way before COVID hit, but it, just, it was just perfect timing. Uh, we planned with yeah. Portage Parks, and you know, we also expanded beyond Portage Park. They're our local park district, but we went out to some of the state parks and some of the area parks outside, and some things. As we did that, we began to get uh, other information and meet and learn about other people. And as I did the interview with West Branch uh, State Park, the gentleman told me the park manager there, John, said, "Hey." There's this group of guys you should interview named CAMBO, Cleveland Area Mountain Biking Association. They came out and volunteered and put all these mountain biking trails in West Branch, and they do it all around the region. I said, oh, I got to meet these guys. This is awesome. And so Jim came on and just some cool stories of how, how they changed the world, literally just through volunteerism. It was, it's just one of the most inspiring things. And it's also that he demystifies mountain biking. Now, if you ask me, I'm a big guy. There's no way I'm climbing a bike going down hills. I'm just waiting to get hurt. You know, especially being workplace safety. But he demyst- demystified that for us that, you know, it's not the you're jumping over the Colorado River, <laughs> different things like you see in some of the extreme sports videos. But West Branch has trails and there's local parks you can go down in the area. Just a great way to get outside, get in shape and deal with that COVID stress. So when, when this came out this summer, it was in the middle of the COVID lockdown. So this was a fantastic thing. And then they have their own network of mountain bikers. So they shared a lot. And that's why it's number three. So we're excited about that, too.
0: The number four on our list was employee engagement best practices. Once again, we find that these soft skills are really important. And this was another great podcast um, talking about it, that employee engagement and some best practices that we can implement in the workplace.
1: Yeah, Stephen Francis, I met at Ohio Safety Con- Congress a couple of years ago. He was one of the keynote speakers there, came up, have a conversation. There's a lot of talk in this podcast about diversity. So if that's your thing, how to engage employees, he covers that and he was... He blown away my expectations. I, I wasn't expecting a lot of anything I haven't heard before. You know what I mean? Just a lot of stuff you right. hear with certain things you like. You like, I've heard this a thousand times, but with him, it, it, I didn't hear everything a thousand times. He brought some interesting points. I was kind of shocked, but it's that thing stays up there always in the top four or five all the time since we've had that recording. So that's awesome. And coming in at number five was Crisis Communications, interview
0: with Tom Flodden. You know, Crisis Communications is more than just communicating during... Um, you know, a, a mass disaster. This is how do we communicate during any type of crisis within inside of our plant? And I think this was another great interview that was taking place on our podcast.
1: Absolutely, a lot of people know Tom from the news, being a news anchor for several years, and I was with his communication. Came out and did a great presentation. We got uh, actually, I believe you did the interview, Nick. You got to interview him afterwards. So that's a uh, no surprise. That's still on the list there, in top five.
0: And coming in at number six as part of our inspiring safety campaign was Celebrate Success and Leverage Autonomy and Innovation with Drew Geberich, another great piece that we put together as part of this inspiring safety campaign to get people involved and engaged in the safety and health process.
1: Yeah, Nick, we met Drew at Ohio Safety Congress a couple years ago as well. He was on a panel discussion and so got to meet up with him and do an interview back then. And so... Caught up with him on LinkedIn and said, "Hey, Drew, why don't you come over here and just let us pick your brain on how you inspire safety for all those hundreds of employees you have over at PepsiCo?" And so we did that. There it is, and he he talked about celebrating successes, allowing your employees to operate autonomy, and really taking advantage of data and some innovation that's already out in the market to really improve safety.
0: You know, the next one on our list here, I was really surprised by. This was part of our get outside campaign, (laughs) but this is a shocker. Yeah, made it in the top 10 on a safety podcast, uh, Disc Golf with Scott Campbell. I think maybe people are wondering how you play disc <laughs> golf uh, safely, but uh, you know this is all about how we can encourage people, our workers, our friends, our family to get outside. So Scott hopped on here and did a podcast on disc golf.
1: Yeah, so this is, this is another funny one, just like the mountain biking. Like you would not go to the Safety Council podcast and think you're going to learn about disc golf. But part of that Get Outside campaign, again, the gentleman from West Branch, the park manager, talked about how they have a disc golf course, They actually have two of them. And one of them was made by Scott Campbell. It's called the Grassman. Now, I didn't realize this, but Scott told me, I think it's a little funny, but um, he may be a little more serious about it. Than I am. The Grassman, I guess is Ohio's version of Bigfoot. He's like a big character made of grass. So he named the disc golf course after the Grassman. I don't know if Scott's a part of any Grassman ex- exploration groups or Bigfoot things. I wish he was because that would be entertaining for me. But, <laughs> but we did a podcast on it, and, and, and honestly, it's just another form of, you know. I don't know if how many people are familiar with the disc golf. He goes and explains the ins and out of it. You know, it's like you take a frisbee and they have these baskets. You know, I go to Sunny Lake a lot, Hudson Springs Park in Hudson, and they had these baskets around. It used to be like, "What the heck is that?" And it's disc golf, and it's like. It's like a version of golf, but you play at the Frisbee with these chain baskets. And so if you have no idea what I'm talking about, check it out. Obviously, a lot of people did because it's number seven on the top ten. I was kind of shocked. I was kind of shocked, but I'm glad it's there. It's pretty funny. It shows you the diversity of topics that we have here at the Safety Council. We will cover it all. (laughs) Now,
0: Coming in at number eight is no surprise, though, for two reasons, because of the topic and the presenter both. The the topic was Behavior-Based Safety 101, recorded live with Sarah Gezi from the Ohio BWC. Behavior-Based Safety is a well-attended class at workers' compensation. It is something I get calls on often. And then you add in Sarah as a presenter who is very knowledgeable, a great presenter, just knows so much about the safety and health world. There is no surprise that this one came in number eight on our top 10 downloaded episodes.
1: Yeah, we mic'd up Sarah, Nick, as she did a live presentation at the Northeast Ohio Safety Expo a couple of years ago out in Youngstown. And so this was her live presentation. I think it's 50, 55 minutes, almost a full hour. But So if you went to an expo or if you went to Safety Congress, this is something you'd hear there. It's not us interviewing, it's, it's her and her full presentation. And I wasn't at the time too familiar with behavior-based safety. And for me to go in there, it was awesome because I got to hear it and she really broke down the complexity. You know, a lot of safety stuff is really one plus one equals two or A plus B equals C kind of thing. And behavior-based safety is a little bit more complicated. There's a little more components to it. And she was able to break it all down to kind of give the big picture of how to deal with behavior in order to improve safety. So really good presentation. If you've never heard of behavior-based safety or you have, but you just want to learn from a different perspective... I would suggest you go to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast app, any of those things, and check it out because it's one of the most informative live trainings we've ever done.
0: Yeah, just a great presentation and a topic I think everybody, even if you're not implementing it, should just take a listen to because there's pieces you can take away for your company. And coming in at number nine as part of our Inspiring Safety Series is partnering to solve problems with Dr. Linda
1: Martin. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this one, Mike? Yeah, Dr. Linda Martin is a professor- at multiple schools, actually, she started actually a nonprofit group to help uncertified safety professionals, kind of like a little professional collaboration, like SHRM would be, a little professional organization for people that may not be interested in getting a certification, but to network and share information. So a really cool thing that she's doing. And also, she just talked about this, how to partner and solve problems. Instead of you know playing safety cop, how do we actually partner with our employees to help improve safety, get their perspective? work on a solution rather than just the blame game and who we can, you know, blame and and hold accountable. But we, it's not that you don't hold people accountable. It's saying we invite them into the process to help shift our policies and procedures. And that's how we inspire people to perform safe is through including them in that whole process. And coming in at number 10 was a safety blast,
0: which is a little bit different than the other ones on this list, but this is more of how do we get information out quickly? The topic was proper hand-washing tips with Justin Reichker. And I'm really not surprised that this is on here with COVID and everything else happening. Proper hand washing is an important piece. And I think this is a great training tool that the employers can put out for their employees.
1: So Justin's actually one of the first people we've ever interviewed way back in the very beginning. And what happened was when COVID came out, I remember before we really knew what it was, if you remember probably back in February, people were talking about it. They're like, don't worry about COVID, just wash your hands and do this. So there's a lot of focus on hand washing back then. Not so much now. It's more on mask and social distancing, obviously. But at the very beginning, it was all based on hand washing and the personal right. hygiene. So we took an excerpt of that original interview and we put it out there. And I was like, I don't know how many people are going to listen to it, but I'm just going to put out everyone already knows how to wash their hands. And lo and behold, it's in our top 10, all primarily due to COVID. Like I said, but that little excerpt, it's relevant information. You know, it's just a good reminder. You know, uh, some people just don't even think about it; they just run and have the routine where they, you know, I know people that just kind of barely get any soap and they just rinse the water off and take off. I've been guilty of it a few times. So even after doing these podcasts, I'm like, you know what? If there's someone, especially in the times where there's maybe someone that has a cold around me or something, or I'm in the office or around a lot of people, especially COVID, I make sure I wash up to my elbows. <laughs> I get a little more in there, and I'm not really afraid of the virus. I'm just in there saying. Let me just make sure I'm doing my due diligence and really properly wash my hands. So, Yeah,
0: you know, hand washing is something that I think a lot of us take for granted. It's just, ah, it's an inconvenience, it's fast, let me get in and out. But, you know, if you really slow down and do it right, you're going to be better off. So I cannot believe that we have hit 200 episodes today. Uh, Really excited about this, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for the Safety Council. You know, with technology training and the comfort of technology changing for everybody, I think that, you know, our options are endless at this point, and I'm excited to see who we can get involved next with our safety council. Thank you everyone for listening. We're really excited about episode number 200.